Well, hello everybody. It is Adrian here from Lifehouse Church in Tokyo. And I just wanted to say Happy New Year. Woo! I know that it's already the second Sunday of 2022, but I haven't had the opportunity yet to say Happy New Year to my amazing Lifehouse Church family across the world. So I'm believing and trusting for a year of blessing and God's, God's doing a new thing in us as a church. And I also wanted to just welcome anyone who's new to Lifehouse Church. We're so pumped that you're connecting with us as a church family, but God is doing a new thing. And that's what I love about a new year. There's this fresh sense of a new thing that God is doing. And that's the word that God is speaking over us as a church, that he is doing a new thing. There's something fresh, a refreshing that's happening over us as a church. And I remember around about the same time of the year, 14 years ago, when I was a young 22 year old, uh, I had this sense that God was doing a new thing in me and that God was going to do a new thing. So at that point, I was single. I had expressed my love to my now wife, Catherine. I had told her when I was 19 that uh, I, I was interested in her and I wanted to uh, explore, I, I wanted to. Um, start a relationship with her but she didn't feel the same way and so at the age of 22 she was still not feeling the same way so that was like two and a half years later and so but I felt like God was going to do something new and so I was single and I was working as an apprentice uh, in a carpentry and cabinet making uh, company just really trying to follow in the footsteps of Jesus um, <laughs> and so even though I loved that job and I loved learning those new skills and being an apprentice in that company, there was a sense that God was about to do something new. I had been journaling for a few weeks and really through my journaling, God was starting to speak to me about a new thing that he wanted to do in my life. And I remember uh, one Sunday uh, I was at church and uh, just a great man at church came to me and he just started prophesying and what what prophecy is is someone God speaking through someone to encourage you and lift you up and and just to come alongside you and give you strength and and as he started speaking he started saying to me God is about to do a new thing everything is about to change for you and this and that's what God had already been speaking to me through my journaling time and there was this new sense of excitement and faith about the new thing that God was going to do in and through my life and I remember receiving that word and, and and saying yes God I'm believing that I'm believing that you are about to do a new thing in me and and that same week so that was on a Sunday on a Wednesday the Wednesday afterwards um, I was approached and offered an opportunity to to work and, and be the director of our NGO an NGO that our church in South Africa ran an NGO that worked with uh, abandoned children people with HIV and AIDS it had uh, a project that we worked with early childhood development it was something I was passionate about something that I really wanted to be a part of and all of a sudden this new opportunity opened up for me to step into to being a part of something that I love and an area that I could grow in as a leader that I really wanted to. And so I, I stepped into that new opportunity. God did a new thing and, and, a few, and I started that job. And two weeks later, uh, Catherine came to me and shared with me that her feelings had changed towards me and I was the happiest man alive. 
And so we started dating and three months later we were engaged and three months later we were married. And this past November we celebrated 13 years of marriage. And so it was a cru- uh, an amazing moment in my life. It was like there was a sense that God was going to do something new, something new. And suddenly God spoke and something new happened. And that's what I'm believing for you, that we are believing as, as a church that God is doing new things. And I don't know what the new thing is for you. I don't know what you are trusting for. I don't know what area of your life that you are believing and really trusting in God to do a new thing. I have good news today for you that God is doing a new thing and He wants to do a new thing in your life. He is the God of the impossible. He is the God of the breakthrough. He is the God who heals, the God who provides, the God who blesses, the God who opens up new things for us. This is the God that we worship. This is the God that we serve and I want to prophesy and speak over your life that God is doing a new thing in you and this is the good news that we can all hold on to and get excited for as God is speaking a new thing over us as a church. Uh, I love the scripture in Isaiah 43 19 God says behold I am doing a new thing now it springs forth do you not perceive it I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Behold, I am doing a new thing. This is God's word over us as a church. Behold, I am doing a new thing. This word behold uh, is a word that is meant to capture our attention and say, behold, stop for a moment and stand in awe and be amazed at what God is about to do. It's an announcement. It's a, a word that is meant to capture our hearts and uh, if we're just going through the, uh, the humdrum of life, going, 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 it's like, behold, stop for a moment and listen and see that God is doing a new thing. He says, and now it springs forth. The, the imagery of this word springs forth is like a new shoot coming out. When you see those videos of a desert where there, there was nothing, barrenness, and all of a sudden the rain comes and there's these new little plants that come out and, and all of a sudden this desert is transformed. And this is the, the picture, the imagery of this word. It springs forth. It's, you, you can see the beginning stages of something new and that's what we're sensing right across our church in many different campuses and many different people's lives. There's a, a new springing forth, a new life that is coming. It's not full life yet but it's the beginning stages of something amazing and that's what we're seeing and sensing that God is doing it says uh, it springs forth do you not perceive it I will make a way in the wilderness and I don't know if you've ever been lost in a desert I've been in some big deserts and sometimes you just look for uh, hundreds of kilometers oh you probably can't see that far but it feels like there's just uh, this vast space and there's no direction you don't know where you're going and maybe that's what you're feeling like in your life over these past two years of the pandemic it's gone so quick and it's the whole world has changed and you may feel in this place of you lacking direction you lacking vision but I have good news for you when God does a new thing he makes a way in the wilderness he gives you fresh vision and he provides for you all that you need to step into the new way and he says I will make rivers in the desert there's something beautiful about a new river in a desert Uh, when I was seven years old we went on a family trip to this beautiful country just northwest of South Africa called Namibia where we were on a family trip with a few other families and 
and Namibia is a beautiful country but it's desert it's just desert it's just sand everywhere you look and a few little trees every now and again it's mostly desert um, in the part that we were traveling through and sometimes between towns it's like 200 kilometers and we were driving through the desert it was a hot and dry day in the desert just like any other day in the desert and we were driving there were a few cars and the one family was probably like 10 minutes ahead of us and we were back in uh, just behind them and all of a sudden there was this big dark cloud that moved in we could see it just coming over the horizon coming in from the distance and and out of the middle of nowhere all of a sudden there was this downpour of rain in the middle of the desert it poured and poured for about an hour it just poured and poured we had to drive slowly and the the water was just pouring down and I, we remember coming around the corner and the, and all of a sudden we could we had to stop we couldn't keep driving because this river had formed in the desert this river probably like 10 meters wide knee deep it had formed in the desert all of this rain had it took an hour of downpour of, of a rain to form a river in the desert it was magical it was amazing i remember we got out because we were my dad uh, we were driving a, a old bmw and so we couldn't drive through the uh, through the river we didn't have a four-wheel drive and i remember it was magical this dry desert was transformed there was a, a fresh smell in the air we were uh, as kids we were playing and swimming in the river and one of the guys that was with us um, was a professional opera singer and he was standing in the middle of the river singing at the top of his lungs singing a beautiful new song and it was like new life had come to the desert and I believe this is what happens when God does a new thing it's like somewhere some an area of your life that has been dry and there's no life there's no growth and all of a sudden God rushes in his Holy Spirit is poured out he pours out his blessing and his favor and he does a new thing and there's new life and and what you normally find in deserts when there's been a massive downpour if you go back a few weeks later there's new growth there's new plants there's new life it's it's the rain transforms a desert and that's what I love this is the this is what God is speaking is saying in areas of your life that's been dry and no fruit all of a sudden there's going to be new life and so I want to look at another story of God doing a new thing in the book of Acts and so God had been speaking to his disciples Jesus had spoken to his followers and said to them after um, he says, after I ascend up into heaven you need to go and wait in Jerusalem for the promise of the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to read this amazing story of God doing a new thing in Acts chapter 2. So verse 1 to 4, it says, When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. That's the 120 followers of Jesus. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where we were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire separated and came and rested on each one of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. This was a powerful moment and what I, what I, what I love about this, it says suddenly there, was a, uh, suddenly there was a rushing in of the Holy Spirit. And when God does a new thing, there's suddenly moments when we were driving through that desert, suddenly there was this rainstorm that came and, and brought new life. And I'm believing 
for suddenly moments for you. I believe that there are going to be suddenly moments for you. Suddenly, that friend that you've been praying for is going to open up their heart to hear the message of Jesus. Suddenly, you as a married couple that have been believing God for children, God is going to do a miracle in your life. Suddenly, you've been believing for that job and God's going to open up a door. Suddenly, you've been trusting God for an idea for an on top entrepreneurial venture and that 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 idea is going to come i believe in suddenly moments i believe that when god is doing a new thing there are suddenly moments suddenly you're going to experience the healing that you've been waiting for and trusting god for suddenly you're going to uh, feel new wisdom and strength suddenly that that um, you're going to gain new wisdom for the for the campus that you are uh, that that you are leading and god is going to give you wisdom to do what you need to do i'm believing for suddenly moments moments these disciples had a suddenly moment they were waiting 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 and suddenly the holy spirit rushed in and filled them with hope, uh, and filled them and they started speaking in new languages and what i what what's amazing about this was there was a there was a massive crowd in that area because this was the the festival festival of pentecost and so Jews from all over the world had come and gathered and all of a sudden they heard the sound and they all started gathering around the 120 disciples and um, they heard um, them speaking out supernaturally, empowered by the Holy Spirit, uh, the praises of God in different languages. People from all over the world all of a sudden heard that God heard these disciples from one region of one region of Israel start speaking out the praises of God in new languages. And when God does a new thing, there's supernatural things. There is it's it's some things we cannot explain. It's just supernatural as God does it. And so. All these people, this crowd that had gathered now, they were hearing these people speaking different languages and there were people that were curious. They, they were like, what is this? We want to hear more. What is going on? And other people were like, no, these guys are drunk. They, they, they've lost their minds. They don't know what they're doing. And so Peter, now full of the Holy Spirit, gets up and he addresses the crowd to help them understand, bring clarity to what is happening. Verse 14, then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd, fellow Jews and all who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I am saying. These people are not drunk as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And so Peter's wanting to bring clarity, help this crowd of people understand what is going on. And he says, listen carefully. And I think this is a season when God does a new thing. It's we need to lean in and listen. We need to listen carefully. And it's not a scolding like, boy, you need to listen carefully to me. It's not that. It's a, hey, listen, lean in, lean in and listen carefully because I want to tell you some amazing things. I want to share with you. What I'm about to share with you is really powerful and important. And this is that behold moment where you and I lean in to listen to the voice of God. And, and, and Peter goes on to say that what you're experiencing, what you're seeing today is what was prophesied by the prophet Joel hundreds of years ago. And so I love this, that what is a suddenly for us is something that God has planned for hundreds of years and the suddenly in your life is something that God has been planning God has heard those prayers God has seen you crying out to him and he has a, a plan 
for, for to bring you life. God has a plan to give you a hope and a future. And so what may seem like a suddenly in a moment for us is something that God has been planning for a long time. And so let's see what pro the prophet Joel says. What what is happening? What is happening when God does a new thing? Verse 17. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so Peter is saying, and the prophet Joel is saying, when God does a new thing, he pours out his spirit on all people. It's not just for some individual. It's not just for you uh, and that person and me. And uh, it's for all people. When God does a new thing, it is for all people and he pours out his spirit God wants to pour out his spirit into you and into me and when God pours out his spirit we are refreshed the, the Holy Spirit is like that rain that comes into the desert of our souls the Holy Spirit is the rain that comes and refreshes and strengthens us when the Holy Spirit is poured out on us we receive new power we receive new dreams and visions that's what it's that way in the wilderness when you're lost and you have no vision the Holy Spirit is poured out and all of a sudden you are captivated with the vision that God has for your life God gives you clarity God gives you vision and dreams for the future that he has for you the good plan the good future that he has for you and so as the Holy Spirit is poured out it's there's people who are prophesying we're speaking the words of God we encouraging there's lift there's hope there's healing there's new life there's 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 refreshment and this is what happens when God does a new thing and this is what we are stepping into church Church. This is what God is doing in Lifehouse Church. He is doing a new thing. And Peter goes on with this crowd. They, he's, he's told them what the prophet Joel says. And he goes on to preach a whole bunch of other stuff. You can read the rest of his message in Acts chapter 2. But now the people respond. And I think they, they're asking, what do we do? And I think this is a great question for us. Is God is doing a new thing. So what do I do? What is my response? What is your response in this season? I think there's three things that we can learn yeah, from this story today. What do we do? Because God is doing a new thing. How do we respond to what God is doing? Verse 37, when the people heard this, they were cut to their heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So three things I believe that every one of us can do in this season as God is doing a new thing. The first thing is as what Peter said in the beginning, he said, listen carefully. I believe this is a season where we need to lean in and listen to the voice of God. That behold moment, that word behold is, it's calling for your attention. It's calling for my attention. God's like, I wanna say something to you. God is wanting to speak to us. And so, uh, and as Peter says, listen carefully. And I wanna encourage you, let's be, a, let's be a people right now that lean in and listen to the voice of God. 
if you, um, and that's what I love about journaling. And even as I mentioned, when I shared my story, God had already been speaking to me about a new thing that he wanted to do in me. And when that man prophesied over me, it was a confirmation what God had already been speaking to me. So I want to encourage you, journal. And, and that's what, and journaling is uh, making time every day, maybe five or 10 minutes a day, uh, where you open up your Bible and you just read a small passage of scripture and you have a heart of saying, God, speak to me. It's not a Bible study or anything other than just God, what do you want to say to me today? And write it down uh, on your phone or on a book, in a book, and write down what God is speaking to you. So I want to encourage us. This is the power of journaling. God wants to speak to you through journaling. And if you've stopped journaling, it's okay. You don't have to feel guilty. You don't have to feel embarrassed. I just want to invite you back and say, come, come back to journaling, come back to spending time because this is a season where God wants to speak to you. The father in heaven wants to speak to you. So lean in and listen. So the second thing we can do in listening. So the first one is journaling. The second thing is uh, over, the, over January, we're going to be preaching four messages with, uh, with the last one being uh, Vision Sunday. Um, so there's five Sundays in January, and the fourth Sunday is going to be Vision Sunday. And so we're going to have pre be preaching four messages around this theme of refresh, of God doing a new thing. So if you missed Pastor Rod's great message last week, uh, jump onto your campus's YouTube channel, and you can find that message. So if you missed it, I want to encourage you to go listen to it. Let's really listen to what God is speaking to us as a church. So you can journal, and you can listen to those messages. So let's really Really be leaning in and listening in this season. And next, Peter says, repent. And this word repent means ref uh, get fresh thinking, change the way that you think. The word repentance doesn't mean like, oh, I'm crying. Sometimes that's the picture of repentance. But the power of repentance is change the way that you think. And as God speaks through these messages, as God speaks through your journaling, uh, he's going to teach you and help you see areas of your life that you need to change your thinking. Maybe it's an area around uh, in your marriage or in your business or in, 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 in your, uh, how you're serving a church or your finances. Maybe there's an area that God wants to speak to you. And as you change the way that you think about that, the third thing is let's receive the Holy Spirit. And we see this pattern so often. God speaks we respond by repenting. We, we change the way we think and God pours out His Spirit up, uh, upon us in the most amazing way. So let's be expectant. Let's be expectant in the season that God is going to speak, that we're going to respond through getting fresh thinking. Think freshly about the season. Start thinking freshly about your future. Start thinking freshly about your relationships. Start thinking freshly about the plan and purpose that God has for your life. And as we do that, the Holy Spirit is going to rush upon us. We're going to have suddenly moments as God fills us with His Holy Spirit as He does a new thing. And so let's lean in and listen. Let's get fresh thinking and, 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 and allow God to challenge areas of our life that we need fresh thinking. And let's get ready and open up our hearts to receive the blessing of the Holy Spirit. I want to finish with this because maybe you are here today and you've said in the past I've, I've ho had hopes for these things and they haven't happened and, and I've been trusting for this and it didn't happen and you listen to a message like this and you're like well that sounds great but I don't know if it is for me and I have a message for you right now Peter goes on and I love this in Acts 2 verse 39 he says this promise is for you 
and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord, will call, uh, the Lord our God will call. This promise for you, this promise of God doing a new thing is for you. If you are watching this, if you are listening to this message, this is for you. This new thing that God is doing is for you. This promise of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is for you. This, this promise of the God making a way in the wilderness is for you. This promise of God bringing a river in a desert is for you. And so I want us to be believing and holding on to that and saying, God, I, I'm believing that it is for me. And this is maybe that's part of your repentance. Maybe that's part of changing the way you think. Maybe you've been thinking, well, God doesn't want to do a new thing in, my, in me. And that's maybe your first thing to repent of, to say, God, I'm changing the way that I think. And I'm going to start believing that God does want to do a new thing in me because this promise is for you. And it goes on. It says this promise is for you and your children. This promise is for us and it's for the next generation. And that's what I'm so excited about. I'm believing that God is going to do something fresh in me. I'm believing that God is going to do something powerful in me. But I'm also believing it for the next generation. I want to speak this over the next generation. Let's be a church that speaks over the next generation, says to the young people in our church, the next generation, God is wanting to do a new thing. God has great plans and purposes for your life. And he goes on, he says, for those who are far off, there are people in our cities that do not know Jesus. There are peoples in, people in our workplaces, our family members, our neighborhoods that do not know Jesus yet. And God wants to do a new thing in their life. 2022 is the year that God is going to do a new thing in those who are far off, those that do not yet know Jesus in our cities. And let's believe that. Let's believe that this promise is for me. I'm going to hold on to it. It's for the next generation. I'm going to speak it over the next generation. And let's, let's share this good news with our neighbors because God wants to do a new thing in them. So come church, let's believe. Let's lean in and listen. Let's change the way that we think and get ready to receive what God wants to do. And I would love to pray for you right now. God, thank you that you are doing a new thing. And I pray for your blessing over every single person that is listening right now. God, would you pour out your spirit upon them? God, would you speak to them through journaling? Speak to them through these messages. God, would you reveal to us as your sons and daughters what you want to do? Show us what this new thing is. God, we believing and waiting in expectation for you to do something new and fresh in our lives. So bless your people. Bless us. Speak a blessing of, uh, of a new season, a, a, a blessing of life, a blessing of healing, a blessing of provision over your people right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's just praise Jesus. Isn't it exciting to be being alive and in this new thing that God is doing? And I want to pray for one more group of people. Maybe you have never made a decision to follow Jesus and, and maybe you are wanting God to do a new thing in your life. And the best decision that you can ever make is to put your faith in Jesus. The Bible says, it teaches us that for those who want to experience the salvation of God, experience the, the new life that God brings, it's about believing in your heart. So I want you to believe in your heart right now. Just hold on to this truth that God loves you. He's got a great plan and purpose for your life and that Jesus died for you. And hold on to that truth today. Believe it in your heart. And I want you to speak uh, this prayer out with me. So when you believe in your heart and declare with your mouth, you will experience salvation. So if that's you right now, 
I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you for forgiving me. Come into my life and I will follow you. Amen. And if you made that decision today, I want to celebrate with you. And I would love to pray for you right now. Jesus, thank you for these amazing people that made that decision to follow you or recommit their life to you. I pray that you bless them. You fill them with your love. Fill them with your joy. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, um, church, it's so exciting to be a part of what God is doing, a new thing. So let's have an awesome rest of our week, and we'll see you next week.